0: listening to GKAF Manila podcast. Listen to God's Word on the go and on demand. Isang mapagpalang umaga muli sa lahat po na naririto at nakikinig po sa kanilang mga tahanan o sa kanilang mga mobile phones marahil o nasa biyahe. But we praise God for another Sunday wherein we can hear from God's word. Amen. Where we can hear again from Jesus in his sermon on the mount, who is going to teach us you now? What would Jesus do in this chaotic situation, or in the things that atim pong neraranasan marahil sa ating mga buhay? We praise God because Christ has given us His manual. In fact, His very sermon found in Matthew chapter five to seven that will guide us on how we should live our lives as citizens of His kingdom. I know na parang as we go deeper towards the verses na ating pong mga pinag-aaralan, it's like it's very precise and very sometimes nakaka-masakit, no? Masakit marinig ang katotohanan. But I just want to say, katulad po ng... Um, uh, excuse mo lang, smart. di gumagana yung aking... Okay. Katulad po ng mga uh, sinabi po ni Hudson Taylor, sabi niya, Christ is either Lord of all or He is not Lord at all. The aim and the objective of preaching of God's Word in our series is to make Christ the Lord of all ng ating pong mga buhay. And so, we need to have this kind of surgery, a heart surgery. Jesus, as the ultimate healer, He wants to have this uh, surgery ng ating mga puso and let us allow Christ perhaps to speak in our hearts and to check all ng aspect ng ating mga buhay, especially our hearts, and let Him heal us. And like the carpenter, He is a master carpenter. Let us allow Christ to build the perspective of our minds in the way we live and the way we should interact with our fellow men. Because Bob Gov said, I used to think I could learn about Jesus by studying Him, but now I know Jesus doesn't want stalkers. No, Ayaw lang nang Panginoon na tayo ay watchers or stalkers lang nang Panginoon or just a student lang na pinapanood natin siya. He wants us to become His followers. So as we go on to our series po sa ating pong church, sa ating mga services, it will teach us on how we can really make Jesus the Lord of all ng ating mga buhay in the same way to make us real followers of Christ. Let's uh, pause for a moment at tayo po muna ay humingi ng tulong sa Panginoon as we uh, dive sa kanyang salita ngayong umaga na ito. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity that you have given us today. We are going to once again allow you to open our hearts, allow you to build our minds through your own sermon on the mount. Oh God, I pray that you will fill us by your spirit and help us to become teachable in the ways you wanted us to live. Bless your people, O God. Bless our worship time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Last week, we have learned, ano po, yung titawag po na eye check. The, Pastor Vian speaks about the heart check. Today, we are going to talk about tongue check found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 33 to 37. Ano po? Matthew chapter 5 verse 33 to 37, yan po yung text natin ngayon. So we're going to check our tongue or Christ, has um, in His sermon, chinek po niya yung ating mga uh, salita. Let me read our text today. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 33 to 37, uh, may typographical lang po sa ating PowerPoint perhaps. The Word of God said, Again, you have heard, that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord that you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is His footstool, or by Jerusalem, For it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head. For you cannot make one hair white or black. Verse 37. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. May God bless the reading of his word. So today we are going to to study about swearing or pag, pag, uh, pag panana, ano yung, panata or oath, pangangako sa Panginoon of making vows. You know, in this particular passage, dalawa po among the ten commandments yung ina-address po ng Panginoon. The one is, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes His name in vain. And then yung pangalawang sa Ten Commandments is, You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. If you are going to see this, it's like, uh, the thing that Jesus Christ is addressing is that, yung loving God, in a way that we we do not put His name in vain, and also loving our neighbors because we do not bear false witness against your neighbor. neighbor. Ano po? And the thing that, about the verse na naalala ko nung ako ay bata, sa Sunday school, parang ang application ng verses na sinasabi sa aming Sunday school teacher is, wag kang magmura. Wag kang mag, ano yung tawag na, mag mag-swear uh, na parang ikaw ay nag-cursed. Uh, nagmumura at the same time yung huwag mong gamitin ang pangalan ng Diyos in vain it's like yung expression na marami natin nagagamit perhaps yung oh my oh my g no oh my God o kaya naman ay yung uh, Jesus Maria Jose eh, no parang ito lang yung application ng no, you shall not take the name uh, of God in vain but you know meron pa pong mas malalim papo na gusto pong i-address ng panginoon in this particular commandments niya of not taking his name in vain especially in reference sa oath taking or making our vows the challenge i want us to, uh, i want to give this morning from the word of god is this keeping your word matters keeping your word matters. The first reason why we say bakit nga ba keeping your word matters? Bakit napakahalaga nito? At bakit hindi lang yung passage natin ay tungkol sa huwag kang magmura o kaya naman ay huwag mong gamitin in vain yung salita ng uh, yung pangalan ng Dios as if ginamit mo lang siyang expression, no? But it's more on using God's name in terms of our oath, our vows. So, the first reason is this. Why we need to keep our word. Why it matters. Because your words reflect, reflect your worship. Your word reflects your worship. In verse 33 to 36, no? The word of God has spoken, sabiha, you shall not swear falsely. You shall not uh, uh, swear falsely. You shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. So the passage is not just about, you know, you are th- uh, using the name of God in vain in some sort of using his word name as an expression, but it's more deeper in a sense that when you uh, swear something, when you uh, vow to the Lord, it is so important that we will perform it. Why? Because it reflects our worship. It reflects yung ating pong pagsamba sa Panginoon. You know, in rabbinic law, when you bear false witness to others, this is the law ng mga Israelites, no? The punishment supposed to be given to the person you accused will be given to you. Pag napatunayan na ikaw po ay nag falsely, nag ng mali sa yung kapwa, you you bear false witness to the point na uh, gusto mong makulong o mapahamak yung iyong uh, kapwa-tao, yung in mo natin, for example, in mo siya ay mamamatay tao at naggawa ka pa ng maraming naggawa yung isang tao na maraming kwento, yung kaparusahan na akma para doon sa tao na in mo na murderer at napatunayan nagsinungaling yung tao I- I- nag- ako ay nagsinungaling halimbawa yung parusa ng uh, taong pumatay ay ibibigay sa akin. Because I bear false witness. And we might be thinking na bakit inalaw ng Diyos na gamitin yung pangalan niya in swearing, no in oath-taking. In fact, there are there is a lot of provision. Marami mga verses sa Bible that says and now if you use my name, no, using the name of God in oath taking at yung paggawa ng mga covenant between peoples. Because God allowed his name to be used in swear as a provision to make people accountable to God. Even they were perhaps they were able to deceive men, but the truth is they can never deceive God. Okay. So ito po yung context about swearing, no? False witness at saka why God allowed yung kanyang pangalan. Perhaps para sa atin na ma- maunawaan natin ito ng gusto, in our time, sa mga korte, makikita natin, yung mga tao na magwi-witness doon ay ilalagay yung kanilang kamay sa isang Biblia at mga ngako sila that they are going to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Once that we put our hands on oath, then you are accountable sa Panginoon. Another is a marriage vows natin. Yung mga kinasal po dito, mga oh, nagbabalak magpakasal. You know, it's not just a promise. It's not just a paper na pinirmahan. It's a covenant sa Panginoon and it's your worship sa Panginoon. It reflect yung ating pagsamba sa Panginoon. Another thing is ating mga child dedication pag tayo po ay nag uh, nagdedicate ng ating mga anak at ang ating pangako is palalakihin natin ang ating anak sang ayon sa aral ng salita ng Diyos. At kung darating ang panahon na ang Diyos ay irerequire yung ating anak upang maglingkod sa kanya ay ating iaallow na gawin yon. Ano po? A lot of times pag child dedication parang hindi marariyal natin nauunawaan yung kahulugan. When we put ourselves to dedicate our children to the Lord that it means we are in a covenant sa Panginoon that we say that we are accountable sa Panginoon kung paano natin palakihin ang ating mga anak to the point that we are going to lead them to love God above all, even loving God above all more than us, tayong mga parents. It's a covenant. It's not just a tradition. O nakasanayan lang nating gawin. It's not just formality, especially doon sa korte. We should mean what we say before the Lord. Why? Because it reflects our worship. In Kamakop, ang mga alam niyo po ba ang mga pastor, official workers ng Kamakop ay may pangako. Meron din silang oath, no? Every time meron kaming meeting, district meet, forum, regional forum and even the general assembly ay inuulit namin yung aming uh, panata sa Panginoon na aming pinirmahan. Ang nakakatakot doon na aming pinirmahan na panata ay kami ay maninindigan at maglilingkod sa Panginoon kahit na i-require na kami ay mamatay. To the point of death, we will continue to serve God. Nakakatakot na panata kaya nung pinirmahan ko sabi niya paser panyal alam mo ba yung pinapasok mo paser Marvin kasi nung first time ko umaten sa Kamakop District Forum may pinirmahan kami na panata sa Panginoon and it's not just a paper it's our worship sa Panginoon every pledges we bring to the Lord we say to the Lord Every commitment na sinabi natin, Lord, from this time on, ito po yung pangako ko sa'yo. Ito yung ibibigay ko sa'yo. Ito yung gagawin ko para sa'yo. I am dedicating my life for you. It, it, we do that not because it looks cool, but because we mean it. We should mean it. Because it reflects worship sa Panginoon. In Exodus 20, verse 7, no? keeping your words means you really respect God. The promises, especially we use the name of God sa ating mga pangako. At yung mga sinabi natin sa ibang tao that we use the name of God, lalo yung salitang nakikita ng Diyos, alam ng Diyos yung nasa puso ko. Ang sabi ng Exodus 20, verse 7, you shall not take the name of God, of the Lord your God, in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. You know, if you're going to go back sa context, sa context po ng Panginoon Jesus, bakit niya in ito? In fact, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus, is not just addressing the moral morality of the people but also the social situation of the people in that context Jesus addresses this because nung time na yon gasgas na gasgas na yung salitang i swear by the uh, uh, the heaven where god lives i swear uh sa nilikha ng dios na mundo i swear sa templo I swear sa pangalan ng trono ni David sa Jerusalem na itong sinasabi ko ay totoo na itong pangako ko sa iyo ay gagawin ko. To the point no if we are going to go back sa passage sinabi na pa wag kang magtake ng oath ng gamit mo lang ay yung Jerusalem, yung langit at saka yung uh, uh, mundo no. The reason is that gas gas ito at hindi talaga pinaninindigan ng maraming tao when they take an oath. No? To the point na hindi nila gagamitin na I swear in the name of God kasi takot sila sa pangalan ng Diyos. But Jesus said, do not make an oath sa pangalan lang ng Jerusalem at ng ibang mga bagay. It's like Jesus trying to say, do not make a promise you do not mean to keep. Because sa Panginoon Dios, your word matters. Your word, the promises na binigay natin, is a reflection of our worship sa Panginoon. Especially when we say, involve yung name ng Dios, God will not hold us guiltless when we promise something sa Panginoon and using the name of God na hindi natin ikikip. Why? Because when we use the name of God and when we make promise, we are actually reflecting God, especially yung kanyang mga tao, tayong kanyang anak. You know the word covenant? because dito po ginagamit madalas yung pangalan ng Diyos. when people enter a covenant a covenant with each other the covenant is very sacred to God and when the the fulfilling no the pursuit of fulfilling our promises to God the promises we made, the vow we made, our marriage vow, our child dedication vow to the Lord, our service—no, paglilingkod sa Panginoon, nating pinangako sa Panginoon—when we offered our lives sa Panginoon, when we pursue to fulfill that, we are actually pursuing God. When we pursue to fulfill our promises is a picture that we are also pursuing God because God is a covenant keeper. When God makes a covenant, He never go back on His word. Just like yung atin pong kinata, kinanta kanina sa ating praise and worship, I know that God's promises, No? That God is going to fulfill His promises because God is faithful. And in the same way, when we keep our word, we are worshiping God because we are reflecting His character as a faithful covenant keeper, as a faithful promise keeper. You know, in our time today, a lot of people parang sanay na sila uh, sanay na tayo na hindi natin i-mean kung anong sinasabi natin for example no sa ating mga tahanan in fact meron ako nabasang research in America na in 10 minutes time daw ang isang tao ay nakapagsisinungaling ng tatlong beses every ten minutes of conversation. What does it mean? It means na either in-exaggerate or we natter, uh, we natter down o pinababaw o pinababa yung terms or half meant lang yung, half-truth lang yung binigay. So every ten minutes, ang isang tao daw ay nakapagsisinungaling ng tatlong beses, yung average ng na, na lying ng mga tao. It reveals that in our society today, people are starting to live a life that they do not meant what they say. That they are not going to mean to keep, kung may promise silang binigay sa isang tao, it's like, let's see kuma fulfill ko yan. But there is no pursuit. There is no, yung tinatawag na, ano yung talagang uh, gawin, yung intentionality to fulfill yung pangako na binigay ng isang tao. As I've said, our words that we keep reflects. Our worship to God because God is a covenant keeper. The second point: why keeping our words matters is because your words reflect who you are. Your words, when your words put it, your promises, either you keep it or not, reflect who you are. In verse 34, Jesus said, Let what you say be simply yes or no. Ano yung gustong sabihin ng Panginoon dito? Jesus wanted us to live a life na yung simple na words natin, yes or no, ay madali talagang paniwalaan ng mga tao because they see us as people of integrity, as people who keep our words, no? Hindi tayo, yung yes natin, I actually know, at yung no know natin sometimes are yes. Or yung kung, kung minsan pag tinatanong ko yung wife ko, pag may choice, no, anong gusto mo? Ito, or ito, ang sabi niya, or. Yung O-R, no or. Parang in the middle. There's no middle ground when we speak. Our words are simply plain and that we mean our words. And this is what Jesus wanted us to become. To let our yes be yes and no be no. That we don't need to put our hands in the Bible, no? To put ourselves uh, binded by an oath. O kaya naman, we need to uh, have a contract na isasign natin para maging legally bind tayo at habulin tayo ng batas kung tayo ay hindi sumunod sa ating mga sinasabi. Jesus was trying to say sa ang and He wanted us to become like this that what we say, people will believe because we mean what we say. We do what we say. It's so important, especially sa ating mga tahanan, sa ating mga anak. You know, if we want, No? To show God sa ating mga anak, yung mga parents po ang una nilang tinitignan, are the parents faithful in what they say? Pag sinabi ng, alabaw, sinabi ng magulang na nangako siya, pag, pagdating ko may pasalubong ako sa at pagdating ng magulang wala siyang nabili. Malaki yung impact noon sa bata. Pag meron tayong pangako, no? uh, um, I, I, nakikita ko ito kay Liza, no sometimes, pagka may sinabi ako na, sige, we are going to have a pet. Talagang excited yung anak ko. Kaya kailangan, meron talaga akong disclaimer na, let's pray kung kalooban ng jos magka-pet tayo, we are going to have it. So may pet fish ngayon. Noong sinabi ko, ganitong araw ako bibili ng pet mo, kahit na, mainit, kahit na busy, kailangan gawin kasi sinabi natin sa ating mga anak. You know the shortcut of producing a rebellious children and a rebellious generation? Alam niyo ko ano? Sa mga parents, sa bahay, wag natin i-keep kung ano yung pangako natin sa ating mga anak. wag natin totohanin even every word na ating sinasabi. The result of that is that our children will be rebellious. Because perhaps in the church, people will see us a person parang uh, uh, good, a person a godly, a person sobrang passionate when it comes to, to singing for the Lord. Pero pag nandun tayo sa tahanan ay para tayong hindi makausap, parang kaaway natin lahat that is also a person no, na who is not true. A person na walang integrity. Because integrity means everything in your life is in harmony. You, your life in public eyes is the same in your life, in your private life. Jesus wants us to live a life that will really reflect who we are. Our yes is yes. Our no is no. Jesus wants us to be people of our words. People of our words. Let me just give you you the situation. In the time of Christ, people are starting to mock the truth. People are mocking the truth. In time that Jesus Christ was um, taw, litigated or in a court, bago siya ipako, siya. In his encounter with Pilate, no, an, an, an officer of Rome, in John 18, 37 to 38, the word of God said, Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose, I was born. Take note of this. For this purpose, I was born. And for this purpose, I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. So for Christ, truth really matters. And then, everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Anong sabi ni Pilate sa kanya? What is truth? What is truth? Perhaps, iniisip natin, ah, si Pilate siguro is a very good person kasi he is a seeker. No! Yung pagkasabi po ni Pilate na what is truth is sarcasm. Ano ba totoo? Pilate was saying that the way the Roman, no, the government is being run, there is no truth. No. Truth is subjective. Truth is uh, about something that a person will benefit in it and take advantage in it. It's not the plain truth. It's not the objective truth. For Pilate, the way government is run even before. If you are going to research about Pilate, he is a corrupt officer, a governor. Kaya sinabi niya, what is truth? And in fact, it is happening in our time today. You go to the news, the media, wherever you are, you will not really, parang, talaga bang people are committed to the truth? Or we are mocking the truth? You know, violate is saying, what is truth? Paano sinabi sa, talagang may katotoha, meron ba talagang totoo? Kahapon in our leadership training, Smart said, nung unang, um, una niyang salta na makasama ang mga Christian na mga tao, sabi niya, talaga bang may ganitong mga tao? Talaga bang meron talaga sobrang magmahal, sobrang uh, mabait? Parang hindi siya makapaniwala. Parang gulat na gulat si Smart, the first time daw niya na makasama yung mga Christian. Meron bang ganito talaga mga tao? Hindi hmm, naman siguro totoo. Babak, parang ano lang yan, pakitan tao lang mga yan. You know, the world is just like that, no? They are going, pag ikaw ay matino, pag ikaw ay namuhay with integrity, they will always doubt you. They will be shocked. Bakit ganyan ka? Hindi. Meron ding hangganan yan. But the good thing is, I praise God sa mga nakasama ni Smart talagang nakita niya, totoo, authentic. Because they are people of their word. Why? because the people nakasama niya are people of God's word my devotions sa bahay are uh, almost uh, frequently at consistent and they are living out loud no yung kanilang christian na pamumuhay yes they're not perfect but smart sabi niya in his testimony ka hapon nakita niya yung katotohanan sa uri ng pamumuhay nila now Going back to Pilate, no, this is the world we live in. May totoo ba talaga? May katotohanan ba talaga? This is a mocking question. That's why it's so important sa ating mga palataya. Yes, there is. There is a message of truth in Christ. Another thing in John eight forty four, Jesus Christ is speaking in another, no, next sign up no, mocking the truth. In John eight forty four, Jesus said, "You are of your father the devil," sabi niya, "and y- your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth." In him, when he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Sino yung sinabihan ni Jesus dito. Surprise! The Pharisees and the Sadducees, the scribes, the religious leaders. Not you know, na parang mas harsh magsalita si Jesus during their time, to the religious leaders more than the prostitutes and the tra- tax collector? You know why? Because these Pharisees, mga Pharisees na kanyang inaaddress, they are speaking in the name of God. They are speaking as if they are the authority of morality, but they are not truthful in what they say. At sino yung nag Of course, it's the sovereignty of God ang kumilos. But sino po yung nag to murder Christ? Bearing false witness to others. The Pharisees, the Sanhedrin. Ang tawag sa kanila ng Panginoon Jesus, no? you are of your father, the devil when we map the truth no when when we how do we map the truth when we don't live according to what we say we try to appear as somebody to other people that we are not hindi naman talaga tayo yon when we think that we can bribe God with our church attendance, our giving, and our services to Him. Pero yung inner life natin, ayaw natin ipacheck sa Panginoon. We are mocking the truth. We are like the Pharisees. And they are called hypocrites. When we try, no, to please people by the things we say, we flatter them with words so that we can get yung ating deal sa kanila, and then we don't, you know, we don't carry out our deals with them. We are mocking the truth. When we don't live with integrity, we are like Pilate saying, "What is truth? What is truth?" Your words reflects who you are. Are we what Jesus said in John 8:44, "You are of your father the devil? Diba? Because the devil is the father of lies. If we embrace no young lying, if we embrace the lies, if we embrace a double standard life, we need to check our selves do we really belong to god because your word reflects who you are our society today is parang ganito society wants to be comfortable anong gusto nila comforting lies Gusto nilang mas makinig sa mga kasinungalingan, no? If you will see sa, yun, sa f- uh, Facebook and other mga, mga social media platform, they always want to hear no, things that will soothe their ego, their desires, their, their lusts. They don't want to hear hard truths. Kahit sinabi ng Panginoon at sinabi talaga ng Panginoon, verily, verily, truly, truly, sabi ang panginon ba mga pangako niya? You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Real freedom is not being comfortable. Real freedom is knowing the truth and walking in the truth walking in the truth. People say truth is relative and that's why there's anarchy. Craig D. Lonsbro Lonsbro said, if truth is relative, then its cousin is anarchy. If we will not leave According to what we say, if we are not going to be truthful in our dealings, if we are not going to love the truth and be true to what we say, then it will result to a society filled with anarchy. Nakikita na po ba natin ito? Yes. Nakikita na natin ito in every social media. Na talaga nandoon yung mga comment, ang daming mga mga fake news na nagkalat doon, ang daming mga persuasion na ito yung totoo. And then, magkukontrahan, no? Kahit wala nang kakwenta-kwenta yung argument, paninindigan na lang nung isa yung kanyang sinabi kasi matatouch yung ego niya. Ayaw niyang aminin na siya ay nagkamali. At yung argument niya ay mali. Kaya paninindigan na lang niya, ia-attack niya na lang yung tao, yung character na isang tao. I just want us to know if we will not love the truth, if we are not be truthful to what we say, it leads to anarchy. You the very uh, bedrock of our society is actually integrity. Pag mawala ito pong integrity in our society, Pag nawala yung people, no, keeping their words, mawawasak po yung society natin. Nung unang panahon, wala pong mga terms of condition, no? Walang pinipirmahan. Bakit? Kasi noon, ang mga tao, pag sinabi nila, ito yung gagawin nila, ginagawa nila yon. Ngayon, may pinirmahan na. No? At inilang isa, ba, sa mga terms of condition, isa, dalawa, apat na kopya, may Xerox pa, may copy yung, uh, may kapi furnish na, no, and then, wala man lang intention na gawin ng tao yung kanyang pinirmahan. No, it will lead to anarchy. So it's so important, talagang in-address ng Panginoon ito because Jesus wants us to live a life of integrity so we can contribute to the preservation of morality and true yung magandang society of our time your words reflect who you are another thing we need to address in first opinion 316 ano po sabi no first opinion 316 i can do all things through a verse taken out of context this is what I, we mean, uh, people love lies. No, People can use verses, after verses, to justify yung kanilang view, to justify yung kanilang, uh, even their evil desire, even their sins. I remember someone is being asked, who is uh, living a life of sin, adultery? Ang, kanyang, ang Tinanong siya ng pastor, Bakit mo ginagawa 'yan? 'Di ba pastor, sabi nung tao nito, ang sabi sa Bible, walang masamang magmahal. Love your love one another. So, and then there is no law against love. You know, we need to really be careful on the verses. Especially if it is taken out of context. Because we may be believe in a lie from the word of God taken out of context. That's why in the church we are we have this value in the church, the biblical-based scriptural-based and even context-based yung ating pangangaral. We don't want just to give sermons that will suit the ego of people or the, to, to make them feel good about themselves. We want them to be led or lead, lead them to the truth and the satisfaction that be, that comes from God will be the one they were going to treasure, not the things that is soothing to their ego alone. First Opinion 360. I can do all things through a verse taken out of context. Love the truth. You are what you say. The world needs a grace-starved truth, starved world. No? A grace starved truth starved world needs Jesus. Remember what Jesus said to Pilate: "This is my purpose." What did he That I will proclaim the truth. And Jesus, even in first in John, no one twelve. And he and the Word became flesh. Or oh, one fourteen the Word became flesh. And we behold Him, we see Him, full of grace and truth. If there's one thing that's true in life and to know the truth, if you want to know the truth, you need to develop intimacy with Jesus. Because He will reveal the truth. And in fact, in our sermon, Jesus is revealing the truth. The importance of of being true to our words. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Lastly, the first reason why your words matters is that first your words reflect your worship. Second, your words reflect who you are. Do you belong to Jesus or do you belong to the fathers of lies, the father of lies? Third, is because you are accountable for your words. Akala natin marahil, when we say something to people, is that even we don't mean it, and even we don't do it, parang makakaligtas tayo. Sometimes we lie, para makaligtas tayo. In any accountability or responsibility. But, you know what? you're accountable for your words. Jesus said, anything more than this comes from evil. Anything that comes more than yes or no, ibig sabihin, you try to manipulate, to persuade people, na totoo yung sinasabi mo, kahit hindi totoo, ito ay galing sa masama, from our evil desire. Let me just read what Thomas Paine said. Thomas Paine said, A body of men holding themselves accountable to nobody, ought not to be trusted by anybody. Ang mga tao daw na ayaw maging responsable sa kanilang mga buhay, ayaw maging accountable to anyone hindi sila dapat pagkatiwalaan. Agree po ba kayo doon? Pwede niyo pong i-type 1 sa inyong mga message uh, sa inyong chat box kung agree po kayo dito. Yung ayaw maging accountable to nobody, hindi dapat sila pagkatiwalaan by any body. Why? Why? No. Because this is the very sabi, bedrock of society. Yung mutuality of you know, promises na talagang ikikip. Yung deal ko, ito yung gagawin ko, ay talagang gagawin ko para ikaw din. Pag ginawa mo yung deal mo para sa akin, no? tayo ay, kumbaga, meron magandang dealership or partnership. And the world today, they don't want accountability. In fact, even sa mga news makikita natin, no? Sinabi may, may sinabi yung isang uh, leader na ganito daw yung sin, uh, yung sinabi niya and then pagka nahuli na siya na mali, na mali yung kanya'ng sinabi, ang sasabihin niya, hindi ko yon. Kailan mo narinig 'yon? Hindi. Ah, hindi yun ang ibig sabihin ko. Yun yung sinasabi ng Panginoon na let your yes be yes, no? And no be no. We are accountable to what we say and be accountable to what we have promised. In James 5.12, ito yung uh, sinabi ni James, but above all, my brothers, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes, your no be no so that you may not fall under condemnation. So ano sinasabi ni? James, if you are true to your word and you are not using any oaths or any even the name of God to persuade others that you are telling the truth for the sake of manipulating them or persuading them to believe your lies, wag mong gagawin to swear. Be a man of your word so that you may not fall under condemnation. Word this condemnation. My consequence, no? Another verse in Numbers 30 verse 2. If a man vows a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge, he shall not break his word. And then sabi nang, sabi dito, he shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. If there's something <laughs> ipinangako natin, At sinabi natin sa ibang tao na gagawin natin, as our worship to the Lord, we are going to do it. As a reflection of who we are, we are going to do it. God wants us to become people of our word. In Leviticus 19 verse 12, You shall not swear by my name falsely, and so profane the name of your God. And then, take note yung dulo. I am the Lord. What God is trying to say, tandaan nyo ako ang Diyos. So never, ever use my name to prove something that is false as true using my name. Because that's a disrespect to God. Let me end in this verse. In Proverbs, Proverbs, Proverbs 10.9, the Word of God said, Whoever walks in integrity, walks securely. But he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. Do you want to live a life na securely yes it's not comfortable no because when you are a person of truth talagang kahit ang society will not believe sa but, but god said in his wisdom no mas secured yung tao who walks in integrity the first integrity that we need to have is that we are what we say. We live according to what we believe. We do the deals we make. We are honest to pay what is due. Living an honest life. One time, my integrity is being challenged and let me ask itong question how much is your integrity how much is your integrity so one time nahuli po ako dito sa kason ano ba yan kason avenue uh, nalimutan ko yung term just sa kaya po hindi ko nalimutan ko yung street na yan uh, yan ang problema pag umaasa kay Waze. <laughs> so, nahuli po ako and then yung, yung nanguli sa akin nagsabi um, uh, so, sorry ko I, I, I'm sorry hindi ko alam na red light na pala kasi pa-U-turn ako uh, natakpan kasi yung talaga yung tawag nito yung uh, hindi makita masyado yung yung uh, na ba doon? Traffic lights. Ayan, thank you, smart. Yung traffic light. Natakpan ng malaking truck sa harap ko. So, nag na pala. Yung truck, dere nag-U-turn. So, ako, nasa likod niya, nag-tail, nag-tailgating kasi ako. Nan pinara ako. Sabi nung, nung, ano, nung, uh, nang traffic enforcer while I'm saying, uh, sorry, hindi ko talaga nakita. Ganito. Sabi niya, pasensya na, hindi kita pwedeng, ano, kasi may kota ako. So may kota daw siya. Okay, so ang, ang, ang sinabi niya sa akin na violation ko is worth 2,500 pesos plus 3-day seminar at saka kukunin niyo license ko pa. So sabi ko parang masyado naman yatang malaki yan uh, yung inaano mo sa akin na violation. Ang sabi niya, uh, Sir, magbigay ka nalang ng 500 sa akin. Pikay ka na lang ng 500 sa akin, uh, tapos wala na. hindi mo na kailangan pumila, hindi mo na kailangan mag-seminar, hindi mo na kailangan uh, uh, pumunta doon sa munisipyo para kunin yung lisensya mo. In my mind, parang natatempt ako. COVID pa, no? May COVID. Inisip ko, ipipila, makakakwark ka ng COVID doon. So, inisip ko, 500 lang naman to. Pero, when I open my wallet, nakita ko yung kamakop na ID ko na pastora ko. han sabi ko, hindi ko kayang gawin yan kasi hindi, against ito sa conviction ko. Against ito sa paninindigan ko, sa pananampalataya ko. Sabi niya, sige, ano na lang, um, sabi niya, Pasendyan na, pero kailangan talaga yung pera kasi may high blood ako, mga ganito, sabi ng traffic enforcer. Pambili ng maintenance ko. Sabi ko, hindi talaga eh. Bigay mo nalang sa akin yung ticket, ito na yung lisensya ko kunin mo. Ibigay mo sa akin ng ticket kasi again sa akin, paninindigan na magbibigay ako sa iyo ng pera Sabi mo, may kota ka, di ba? So, I think may percentage ka naman makuha dyan. It's sa fee na aking babayaran. Pero hindi naman pala totoong may kota sila. Sa so, sabi ng traffic enforcer, binilik yung, yung aking uh, lisensya, sabi, sige, uh, alis ka na. Uh, binalik na yung wallet ko. But what I'm trying to say is, Merong moment na halos kagating ko na na ang ng integrity ko is 500 pesos lang. And I want to ask each one of us, how much is your integrity? Jesus said, "No, let your yes be yes." As citizens of heaven, He expects us or He wanted us, He desire us to live with integrity. We keep what we say. We meant what we say. We pursue to really fulfill our vows. Your vow with your wife. And your your marriage vow, let, let us review it tayo mga married couple. And happy silver anniversary, kila Pastor William and Ati Blitz, po? Pero included po kayo. Review your marriage vow. Do we meant to keep it? How about our dedication of our child? Do we can we say sa Panginoon na with all integrity? I have done my best or I'm doing my best with my children because it is for you. It is my dedication for you. How about our pledges? Missions pledge, sacrificial giving pledge or other things we pledge to the Lord, our life to the Lord. Do we mean to keep it? Your words or keeping your words matter because your words reflects your worship your words reflects who you are Third, you are accountable to your words God is going ah, tarang now perhaps we might be saying and thinking Marami na akong hindi tinupad. And I think I am not a man of my word. I think I am not yet a man of integrity. The good news is, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. God is going to give you a fresh start. God is a God of forgiveness. In fact, He promised and He declared, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. Perhaps this is the time that we will really commit our lives to the Lord. Sabi ko nga, surgical tayo, nag-heart uh, natin sa Panginoon, magpa-surgery tayo sa Panginoon magpa-build tayo ng perspective no ng 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 mind natin ng perspective natin to the great carpenter adam parable nga ng panginoon those who keep my word is like a person who build his house upon a rock let's surrender sa panginoon lord help me I cannot do it on my own to live according to what I say, to live a life of integrity. Join me in prayer. Lord, we thank you for rebuking us of your word. We thank you for reminding us na yung salita namin ay hindi lang salita. Ang pangako ay hindi lang pangako. It matters to you. I pray, O oh God, that you will help us. That we will pursue to keep what we say. To do what we say. Lord, mahirap. We live in a society na wala nang halos accountability. Or yung accountability is so subjective. Oh God, help us, your people to do what you will do as you have said in your word that you were born to keep the truth, to declare the truth and so help us remember all the things we have promised and have that intentionality to keep it because we worship the God of hosts the God who is a covenant keeper. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Join the GKFNLILA community on Facebook and other social media platforms for more. Together, let's continue to obey beyond borders.